So before we get started, I have to shout out one of the sponsors of this podcast, and that's Disney+. Plus. Now, by now, most of you guys should know what Disney Plus is. It's the home of brands like Marvel, Pixar, Disney, National Geographic, and many, many other brands. And you should be catching up on shows of theirs. I love Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, The Mandalorian, WandaVision. These are all great shows brought to you by Disney Plus. And if you're not checking them out, you should definitely go and check them out and tell them hey sent you. Peace. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Awakened Soul Podcast. I'm your host, CEO Hayes, and right off the top, make sure you're following the podcast at Awakened Soul Pod or at The Awakened Soul Pod, just depending on where you're looking for us at. And you can also follow me personally if you choose to do so at Awakened Soul Pod. Wait, no, that's wrong. You can follow me personally at CEO Hayes, that's CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And on today's episode of The Awakened Soul Podcast, we've got a hell of a show planned for you guys today. I will be talking about why it's important to always bet on yourself. And I'll be sharing some of my personal stories. For those who know uh, me, uh, know that there's recently been a big change and update in, in, you know, kind of my journey and things that I have going on um, in, a, in a positive way that I really just want to share with everybody and share, with the fa- share some of the facts of why it's important to bet on yourself, why it's important to chase your dreams, why it's important to do all these things because you never know what's going to happen. We also have some news that we're going to get into during the End of Mine and Hague segment. But first, we've got to play our intro music, and I'll catch you guys on the other side of this. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. All right, beautiful people. So there's a couple of items from the news that I want to talk to you guys about first. And I guess we're going to start off with something that's near and dear to my heart. As you, most of you guys know who've listened to me for a long time, music has always been a very big part of what I do. Um, it's I, I'm a musician. I play a few instruments on top of that. I uh, I love music of all sorts and all genres. Uh, some people know that I have a hip hop podcast and a music podcast overall. It's about hip hop culture. but we really talk about all types of music over on the Breaks Radio and everything so i want to talk about this issue going on with slaughterhouse and slaughterhouse and the reason why i want to talk about that it was really a movement and i remember when slaughterhouse first formed i remember what it was like to have those mcs come together and you know i've seen them live twice and it it, they never had the mainstream success and i understand that a lot of you know main people who only listen to mainstream music really probably don't understand the impact that slaughterhouse had not only on hip-hop at a time before true hip-hop heads like how much of a movement and how important that was for us for so long. Now, Slaughterhouse having this issue now with Joel Ortiz and um and uh, Crooked Eye, you know, dropping their new album and and the, the the descent and all the things that have come out uh, from Slaughterhouse since then. We've gotten you guys have seen the live, the War of wor- Words, everything like that. And ultimately, what I get from this really, um, on top of Crooked Eye, really explaining that not all the members of the groups were actual friends. They were like. They, they had different sections of them that were friends at different points in time, which is which is weird. But, it, it you know, when it comes to business, when it comes to having them, not everyone is going to always be, you know, friends as much as they are allies. But with that being said, the the the, the downfall, and I, you know, I struggle using the word downfall because they Slaughterhouse as a group hasn't really been a thing in in almost the better part of a decade, almost to a degree. Um, but, you know, the, the, the dissension that, that we're seeing between them. 
I really think it just boils down to this communication. When you really, when you hear and you listen to what they're saying outside of the, um, the animation in it, uh, outside of the yelling at each other, what really seems bo- what it boils down to is a lack of communication. How lack of communication, especially amongst black men, right? Because we're not, we're not always the best communicators. We're not always the best with just saying how we feel. We're not always the best with, um, you know, airing those things out. And I don't mean to take this and send it down a super deep level or anything like that, but really listening to it and ha- and being an outside party and listening to one of your favorite groups and some of the MCs that I, I still consider Royce the Five Nine one of the best uh, lyricist of all time, right? And you know, his him not responding to Mickey Fax aside, I really do think that. And so, like hearing a group of men that. You know, I've been listening to now since I was what? I think I was 21 when Slaughterhouse formed. I believe maybe I was even younger at that. But when Slaughterhouse first came to listen to this group of men who really it seems like what they're saying, right? You can hear what they're saying. You know, just, just to kind of break it down is in, you know, Joe Budden or Roy saying that he didn't want to do a deal because unless Joe Budden was involved. Then it seems like Joel and Cricket I said, well, Joe is retired so he's not going to do the deal so what's your answer and nobody it didn't seem as if somebody stopped to say, say ask joe wait for joe to say hey am i going to do the deal or not now joe budden being joe and joe budding wanting everything to kind of be about him i definitely believe that there are some things or some tactics that joe was using to make sure that the deal was exactly to his liking or maybe in a way that you know worked with whatever he had going on and how he sees himself i, I don't doubt that at all again that's from the outside looking in but really just listening to this and seeing this, it really just sucks that it really seems to have come down to just men not being able to communicate with each other. And that sucks. That ultimately sucks. Now, the music from Joel and Crooked Eye is really, really good, right? I'm not going to say it's great or anything, but it's really, really good. So we'll see what continues to come out of that. Um, I don't expect any beef or any, you know, diss tracks back and forth to come. I could completely be wrong with that. But at the end of the day, what really just sucks about this is black men not communicating with each other, and it's seeming like it's affecting something that could have been great for Slaughterhouse fans, because I know a lot of Slaughterhouse fans, hell, I am one, that are eagerly waiting to hear something from Slaughterhouse. Um, But, you know, moving on from that topic, let's get into the next one. The Jesse Smollett, he's been sentenced to 150 days in jail and and 30 months uh, felony probation for the fake hate crime. Now, this has stirred up a whole new communication um, or conversation in in the black community and really it's kind of feels like it's generated by like an almost two-year-old video from uh amanda sales uh which i don't think people realize when that video was actually posted i think a lot of people think that it was actually in response to sentencing when it wasn't it was an older video but you know that being said and and to the to, to the left with that um that brings a conversation of okay what about when when karen's for example call and report young black men or anything and and where where's the the issue in that i think you know the coverage of the justice smollett thing definitely came back to bite him in his ass um because had it's not been covered at the level that it did would he have gotten the sentence that's definitely a conversation to be had with that but it really seems like i don't want to say that it's divided the black community but it has caused a conversation in the black community of okay he did something that is a crime and whether we agree with him being sentenced or not, why is that sentence not levied down to other people who report fake crimes? Is it because of the national attention? Is it because of everything else? And that is a really interesting take to have on it. And honestly, I can say here, sitting here now talking about it, I don't really have a firm place on where I stand in it as far as like, all right, yeah. I mean, as far as Jesse, Jesse, he deserves to go to jail, right? That, that's what I, and what Jesse did and the fact that now, it's going to cause people who are victims of real crimes to kind of be looked at sideways. It, 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 there's, there's legitimate conversation to be had there and legitimate issues I have there. But then when you, when you turn to the other side of that, okay, what about 
these white women or these white people who re- report fake crimes or report things for young black men who are just living their lives, right? And sometimes, unfortunately, we see the result of that being black men losing their lives in the case of that. What does that mean for what they deserve to get levied down towards them? And I definitely think that there's something that needs to be looked at in in that direction. And the fact that it's not, I definitely think it's problematic as well. So with that being said, I want to hear from you guys on this one. What do you guys and where do you guys sit with this Jussie Smollett thing and also the conversation that's now being had in the black community with that over, okay, so why isn't punishment also given towards the white people who report fake crimes again the uh the email is uh awaken so at gmail.com so you can li- you can leave that there if you want to leave me an email or if you want to leave a voicemail or text for that it's 614-547-2039 to leave your feedback on that one now another thing that i want to talk to you guys about um we all know what's going on with russia and ukraine and we all know where we sit in and there's a couple of things uh britney griner who's a WNBA player shout out you guys need to watch the WNBA more if you say you love basketball because that league needs some support is being held in in russia after hash oil uh, cartridges were found and it's 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 really turning ugly and, and wondering what's happening there now there is a texas congresswoman who is working to try to get her there but she even says that it doesn't it doesn't really look good right now. You know, uh, you, you know, the, the Russians were all I mean, Americans were already kind of advised to be pulled out of Russia. The embassy, embassy that usually would have handled things like this isn't really in a place to do it right now. Um, and it all boils down to, OK, what's going to happen to Brittany Griner? Um, and it's, it's, it, it really sucks. It's unfortunate. It sucks that we're, we're in this place. And I feel for I can imagine being in a foreign country, even though I grew up in foreign country. Uh, and being stuck in a jail without really any communication. And from what we've seen or heard so far, it doesn't seem like she's had much communication with her family, even with Americans. She does have a Russian lawyer. But as we know, Russia can be very corrupt. And hopefully they don't shut my podcast down and hack into my shit because I said that. Um, but it, it definitely brings about conversation and what can happen and what should be happening in a case like this. Now, on top of that, another aspect of this whole Russian thing that's going on is the ban- the Russian oil ban. If you guys are travelers, I'm sure you guys have already seen the gas prices rising. Uh, Prices for uh, airline tickets are going to go on the rise soon as well. Everything is going to rise. And this is usually one of the things that happens before and during and after wars to a degree is we see oil prices skyrocket, gas prices, all those things go up. And while we have very long have taken advantage uh, for I'm speaking for kind of everybody there. I'm going to say everybody's taking advantage of it, but we've seen lower prices for for flight tickets. We've seen lower prices. The gas has kind of fluctuated or whatever. But this is this is going to keep going on until there's a situation and a resolve with the Ukraine situation. Expect this to go on for quite a long time. It's not going to end anytime soon. It may even get worse way before it gets better. And so you know, for people who are traveling a lot and things like that, like I said, they're seeing increases. And a lot of things. Now, also, what does this do for people, for Americans traveling abroad? You have to be aware, right? As this tension, as the situation gets more tense, as the tensions rise, as we pro- we may be heading towards a war, be on the lookout. And that's the thing that I want to take this time out to say to anybody who's listening to this podcast is take the time out. Be aware of your surroundings. Consider where you're traveling. Look at the laws in the, in the countries that you're traveling to. Make sure that you're aware and that you can best uh, safeguard yourself. Um, in this and you know the whole britney situation is definitely being used for a political rise in my opinion from russia that again this is my opinion not fact i can separate uh the fact from my opinion that's where i sit on it and you know hopefully we do hope that there's a resolve sooner rather than later but as of right now it's not looking it's not looking promising it's not looking promising and I'm, this isn't even about her getting back for 
um, a WNBA season or anything like that. And the, and the thing is that this highlights, and I don't really want to make the conversation about this because this is really about the, the Russia crisis and situation and also about a young woman being held in a country and not being able to come home. But whole WNBA situation, she, like most WNBA players, they have to play overseas because they really make a lot of big portion of their money by playing in these overseas leagues. So the fact that, you know, she's held in there for doing the thing that she loved and that she's good at, it it really does suck. And let me know what you guys think about all this down below. I know I just threw a lot of information at you um, when it comes to uh, everything that we talked about in the Minor Hayes segment, but that's what the In the Minor Hayes segment is for. It's for me to talk about things that are going on in the world and the news. And that's really where I sit on everything with as well. Um, there's some other things that I want to talk about. I want to get into Nope at some point, but I just think because of the nature of everything we talked about, I'm just going to leave that there. We'll talk about that at a later date. Let's go ahead. We're going to take a brief break. I'm going to hear uh, some music. And then on the other side of that, I'm going to jump into the main discussion topic today, which is me sharing some of my personal news, personal successes with you, and why it's important to always bet on yourself and take risks and chances. Let's get into that right after this. All right, beautiful people, I am back and we're in the main discussion topic. And so for those of you who don't know, the last really this is all happened since August and it's really been a tailspin in a way. So um, I've been podcasting for a long time. Many of you know that I actually started off uh, with a wrestling podcast and that's how I got my feet wet into podcasting. I learned all my podcasting skills that way. I took those skills that I learned and I created the Awakened Soul. And I wanted to do something more meaningful, more thought provoking with the skills that I learned and something that was representative of my culture. And from the Awakened Soul, spurned Love Less Than Badass Soul, turned into The Breaks Radio, turned into The Film Frequency, turned into um, My Brother's Keeper, which hopefully JB comes back at some point so we can bring that podcast back because I missed that one a lot. Uh, turned into My Brother's Keeper, um, turned into the, my, my, the venture that I had over the course of this summer, which is Chicago Bull Central. For the longest, I wanted to start a podcast for my favorite team. I've been a Chicago Bulls fan literally since birth. I was born into it. My dad, born and raised in Chicago, is a Chicago sports fan, and that's I just inherited that. And so for after years of kicking around, I knew I had the skill to do anything in podcasting, right? But I literally stopped and hesitated and held myself back from doing a Bulls podcast for so long because I wasn't an insider. I didn't have sources. I wasn't a writer. I wasn't a beat uh, person. I didn't have any connections in the basketball world. But I finally decided to bet on myself and my passion. That's the key thing in it is that it's a passion of mine. It's something that I literally can talk about all day long if it even wasn't for the podcast. So I started Chicago Bulls. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Central. And from that, right, 
in five months of doing that podcast, it went from it being this little thing that I started to the community that I built to grow over on YouTube over 5,000 subscribers in five months. And because of that, I landed on the uh, radar of locked, the Locked On Network. Um, and they had a they have a, a Bulls podcast there called Locked On Bulls. And their hosts were leaving, moving on to another venture. And I actually got to do a guest episode on their on their podcast once. And I think that's what initially put me on the network's radar. Well, initially I got on there on the host radar because of us covering both covering the Bulls. And then I got on the network's radar by being on that on an episode of that podcast. And that eventually turned into now me being a paid member of media to cover my favorite uh, team, the Chicago Bulls, on the Locked On Bulls podcast. And, you know, and, and, and you know, it's 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 been such a journey. Um, and I and I always think about how the fact that I that I hesitated. Right. I hesitated for years. I literally thought about starting a Chicago Bulls podcast almost three years to the date before I actually started it. And I hesitated for all the reasons that I named before. And I did not bet on myself. Right. As much as I do talk about betting on yourself, as much as I do talk about stepping out, being the content king creating a platform and a brand that, that led to the breaks media and everything that that's come from my life and has added to my life since starting the awakened soul. One of the things that I was super passionate about is that, and I did not start for three years for three years. I did not start it. I hesitate to start it just because I got in my own head and my own self doubt. And I don't want to act like it's easier. I don't want to act like everybody's going to have the level of success or whatever else, or even that I'm not having any super exorbitant amount of, success over either it's moderately successful and it's it has allowed me now a position to cover my favorite team and to be paid to do that at a high level now the thing that i want to talk about is not just on me and the, and the venture that i took with chicago bulls central is the fact that we so often especially in the black community we hesitate to get things started as much as that we live in a time right now in which entrepreneurship is very much romanticized is very much talked about is very much you know promoted that almost everyone can have an outlet to be a creative all these things are highly promoted, but we don't bet on ourselves. We think so much into it, ourselves into a box. And this is me speaking from experience in here. I said that story before so that I can speak, speak to the experience of it, is that we paint ourselves in these boxes that we don't necessarily need to. We convince ourselves that we don't have the skill, that we don't have the talent, that we don't deserve. It's a, absolutely a version of imposter syndrome. And it's something that we have to live through and that we have to fight through because we get it, we get it all the time. All the time is that we sit there and put ourselves in those boxes by, by using what you're, what you're passionate about to inform how you, how you decide to move. It does a couple of things. Do what you're passionate about because it never gets old when you do that. It never gets, it never gets old when, you, when you're doing something that you're passionate about, right? I've been doing The Awakened Soul for four years, <laughs> four years. Now, this has been uh, 2020 was my most inconsistent year just because of everything else that uh that that i've had going on but at the same time you have to bet on yourself that self-belief right self-belief is 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 something that we aren't really taught uh, very often like when you think about it really as kids we're, we have this a uh, wild imagination this this crazy imagination that we think anything is possible do you remember when you were a kid especially if you're my in my generation a simple box could lead to a whole day's worth of adventure a whole day's worth of adventure and creativity and everything. But then we're, we're taught to stop thinking like that and to think in a specific way the moment that we go to school. Now, this isn't one of those things to to um, to, to vilify, you know, uh, uh, typical education or anything like that. But it is to sit there and and acknowledge and identify is the fact that we are taught and our on our creativity is a way 
to take everything from us, right? We take our creativity away and we're taught to, to be in classrooms, to think like everybody else, to think and do the same things that everybody else does. And it doesn't work for everybody. Life is not linear. And we're taught at some point to think of it as a linear thing. And we take away our self-belief, right? It sounds arrogant. It sounds arrogant to think about uh, the, the, the level of stubbornness, the level of boldness, the level of a degree of arrogance that you have to have to bet on yourself, right? But keep in mind, when you decide to bet on yourself, you're, you're, you're doing this. You have to acknowledge no one is coming to save right? No one's coming to save you when you decide to bet on yourself. You have to see it through. Or if you decide to see it through, you have to realize that you have to take those ups and downs and those, 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 uh, those hits every step of the way, and you have to endure through them. Everybody isn't going to also share the same vision that you have. You have to be able to, to lock into your vision, to trust your vision, and to see that vision through. Even when, you're not, even when you get those doors closed on you, even when you get family, friends, loved ones who hear the thing that you're passionate about, the thing that you're deciding to bet on your, yourself about, the thing you're deciding to step out on faith about, and if they don't see that vision, you have to still try to see that vision through, right? The drive that it takes to, to bet on yourself. We so often, so often have to sit there and look at ourselves and doubt our own drive or the, or the self-doubt. And listen, it, it, the, road, the road to this is hard. The road to, to betting on yourself, the road to going after what you're passionate about can be very very hard. You have to have the discipline, the discipline to set up a plan, to stick to the plan, to adjust the plan where you need to adjust, but also to hold yourself accountable to what's going right, to what's going wrong, and to be aware of it as well. Discipline and self-awareness. You have to have these things if you want to truly be able to bet on yourself and to do things and to step out on faith and to and to really take that last step. To take that last step, it's it can get very, very hard when you're thinking of, of, of doing, you have to talk to the deepest part of yourself to get in tune with that self. I'm not talking about shadow work. We'll talk about that soon enough. But you, ha you have to do that. You are more powerful than what you think. The thing is, and the thing that I, that I have realized over my years of being a creative is that your voice matters. The way that you do things matter. I, everybody sees the setup that I have and this, this, this quality product that I put out and thinks that it was easy, thinks that, hey, I can just buy it. It's not that simple. It's not that simple, but there is power. Every word that you speak has power. This is why you can't talk down on yourself, right? You need to talk life into yourself and the others around you. I know it's getting kind of deep there. We're going to keep it moving, though. Uh, secondly, you have more influence than you think. You are way more influ influential than you think. And that is something that I am learning with not only doing this podcast for years, being in podcasting for years, but especially Chicago Bulls Central, the, the way that I have seen fans and people that I have listened to for years, people that I have idolized for years come to me, right, and talk to me now about the, the, the way that I cover the team, the way and power in which I speak, the, 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 the influence, right, the, the, the way that the fans love what I'm doing. And not fans of me, I mean fans of the team. I have no fans. We have a community, right? Um, the third thing, and, and when it comes to betting on yourself, is invest your money. You can, no one can invest in you more than what you're willing to invest in yourself. Sometimes, especially in being a creative, we think we're going to podcast. There's going to be somebody who hears it. We're going to get all this advertising money and all this. It comes, right? Let me be clear. As somebody who, as you heard, has Disney Plus as an advertiser, the moment that you start this podcast, it comes and it can come. But I had to invest thousands of hours thousands of dollars, right? And you don't, the money, let me make sure the money aspect, it's not the amount of money. It's just the investing money in yourself. 
be smart with the money that you invest in yourself. But the invest a dollar, an hour, and an ounce of emotional energy into yourself for everything that you want. Number four, you have to realize that you can never lose. It's all experiences, right? I have an episode in which I said, like, finding success through failure, right? That you can, you can do that, is that you, you can never lose in betting on yourself. Even if you start a venture that ultimately is not successful, as long as you learn things from it, as long as you take from it what you can, as long as you learn to cut off your losses when you can, you can never lose. And I think the fear of losing, the feel of being looked at as somebody who failed cripples so many people for making so many decisions in their life that really could add some experience. It's all about experience. It's all about scale as well. Don't go in trying to get to this point, right? To trying to get the, the, the expensive cameras and everything. Start with what you, what you have when you're investing. And if you do that, you can never lose. You're gaining experience. You're learning things about yourself. You're learning to trust yourself, which then can also help in things later in life. Number five, remember, fandom, especially if you're doing something with sports, if you're doing something with investing, whatever it is, markets are always volatile. So by that, what I mean by that, for example, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep using the, the Bulls podcast as an example of this, but really apply to this to anything in life. The, the Bulls are doing great this season. Let's say the moment that the Bulls start having a bad, if they got, hopefully they don't have another bad decade because my heart probably couldn't take it. But let's say that they do. The market in being a Chicago Bulls fan is always going to be volatile. It's always going to ebb and flow. But you can be the steady hand. You and what you create in the, in the, the passion that you put in it, the thought process that you put in it, the time that you put in it, the effort that you put in it, the planning that you put in it are the only thing that can always be steady, no matter what you do. Podcasting markets in general, creative markets in general, film markets in general. Hell, we had a whole year of no films at one point because of COVID. Everything is always volatile. The one thing that you can control is yourself. So if you're going to bet on yourself, realize that you have to be the steady uh, factor in all that. You have to be what's steady. Number six, and this goes back to what I said, money is fleeting. We are the, con we are the constant. The content is the constant, right? You're not always going to have a bunch of money to put into a production. You're not always going to have a bunch of money to put in to buy ads or, or, or to, for paid promotion or to, yeah, to advertise your podcast or anything like that. You're not always going to have that money flow coming in, but you are the, you are the constant, meaning the amount of work that you put in. And this is why I always, and I always love it for creators who own every step of their own creative process, who don't offload things to other people, because when you own and, and, and control every part of that process, you realize that you are the constant thing, right? And me and the Awakened Soul, I create the music, I create the concepts, I create the cover art, I create all that. All of this is me. I do all the editing, I do all the, the production, I do, I do everything. I'm the constant thing. I'm not always going to have a bunch of money to throw at the Awakened Soul. I'm not always going to have a constant flow of interest. Hell, Disney Plus can decide to stop sponsoring me tomorrow. So the money is not always going to be the, 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 the thing. Money is always going to be fleeting. Me, the work, the time, the effort are the things that, that, are, that are constant in what I'm deciding to do and betting on myself. Last thing, and this is going to be the biggest thing in this, in this, is that the risk equals the reward is a fairy tale. It's nothing, well, sometimes. It's, 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 it's one of those things that it sounds good, right? And it even sounds and looks effortless if you're doing it the correct way. But risk isn't always going to equal reward. I have a good saying all the time that I even say to my kids and when I understand that, when I want them to understand that even though sometimes it, you, I'm not going to fuss at you if you fail because sometimes we confuse effort with results, right? We think that if somebody's going, if somebody, that the result that we see is always going to be a sign of a bunch of effort. The one thing that I always use to compare this to is that some students in school can try 
hard, study every day, and the best they possibly can do is a B minus C plus. And you have some people that literally, unfortunately, like I was in school, that I didn't really have to try very often, and they're always going to get A's. And shout out like my, my son and daughter, too. They just they sneeze their way through A's, right? So the effort isn't always going to equal, isn't always represent, representative, representative of the results that you're going to get from things. Try, try, try. But you're not always going to be able to see big results right away, no matter how hard you try. That risk equal reward thing is a fairy tale. Sometimes big risk don't pay the fuck off. Make smart risks. Make think your risks through. Strategize. You want to do all those things before you head into anything, even though you are betting on yourself. Betting on yourself is the fastest way to success if you do it correctly. If you become your biggest fan. If you know that success, you have to know that success is the only option for you. That's something in which I do in this. I say it all the time. Failure is not an option, right? It's not an option. Success is certain. I always say that for me. Success was always certain for me because of what I put in it. And you have to know that success is your only option. When you have a great worth ethic, when you have that discipline, when you have the intelligence to succeed, that unwavering belief in yourself, that betting on yourself comes very, very easy. Success is ours for the taking. We have to go after it. We have to get it the best way that we can. And you owe it to yourself to bet on yourself, to bet on your passions, to do the things you love, to do the things that you're happy about, and even just to experiment on something that you want to try and see if you have the skill set for. That's it. That's my thoughts for today. Uh, Let me know how you guys feel about it. Make sure you're following the podcast, like I said, at Awaken Soul Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, theawakensoulpod at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. Um, I thank you guys so much for all the continued love and support that this podcast has continued to get, even when I've been fairly inconsistent the last eight months or so. But we're going to get back on track. We're going to get back to being more consistent. And I got a lot of fire content planned for you guys. I love you guys so much, man. When I say that, when I end that, when I love each and every one of you guys, I mean that because of where everything is taking me and where everything is going. I love you guys, man. That's it. Make sure you're following the podcast. Go and check out Chicago Bulls Central. Go and check out Locked on Bulls if you're a Bulls fan as well. Love you guys. That's it for me for today. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.